0: I shall not die, but live. Two days ago on Good Friday, we had a group of students and we did the Stations of the Cross, which we normally do here, but on Good Friday, we, we take our uh, eight foot giant cross and uh, go through campus, which is a little startling for people on campus, I think, right? They're just walking to class and all of a sudden, they're like, oh wow, what's that? And I think I can imagine some of them. I mean, I don't, I can't read minds yet, but um, I I can imagine them just looking at us like, you know, to a college student, you you don't want to do anything that makes you stand out too much. You know, like you want to blend in, and and that's like the biggest sin nowadays is to stand out too much, to to be seen as an extremist or something. To, you know, to believe in things, but don't believe too much. Right, but what's beautiful too is even in the midst of that, there were a couple students who joined us. They were kind of standing there watching, like maybe they knew it was Good Friday, or maybe they're just like, "Wow, what's something?" <clears throat> Clearly, these people feel very strongly about this, and they actually joined us. That we gave them a little booklet or whatever, and they they joined us for the Stations of the Cross. But I can just imagine—maybe it's just in my mind—but I can imagine somebody watching this like. If, if my parents made me do this, or if my friends saw me, I would just, I would just die of a bit embarrassment or something. But we won't. The truth is that all of us will die, but we, I don't get to choose that, but I do get to choose how I live. That today we celebrate that Jesus has power over death. That The the question is answered for all eternity that, you know, does God exist? Not only does God exist, but he chooses to unite himself with us and our sufferings in order to put an end to them so that our sufferings sufferings don't go on forever. But he puts an end to them so that we can, with him, have power over death and go to heaven. That, 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 That knowledge is liberating that that this life in the perspective of eternity is like nothing and yet how we live this life will echo for eternity that I've heard different theologians talk about this that you know uh, Saint Teresa of Avila talks about um, like the seven levels of heaven so it's kind of interesting but she says it makes sense because When you have certain people, you know, you have one person who just kind of like, you know, just barely makes it to purgatory. And they're like, I'm in, you know, like, and then you have somebody else like a Mother Teresa. And she says it makes sense that in heaven that we will share in the glory of God um, to the degree that of how we lived on earth and were prepared for that. That there's almost a justice about that. And it's like, I want to I wanna share in that eternal glory, the greatness of it for, forever. But, but what's beautiful is, is, as a Christian, I don't have to wait until I die to share in God's goodness and joy. I, I can experience it now. And so, last night we had uh, two baptisms. Uh, one young man was welcomed into the church. And then another, I believe seven students were confirmed. It was exciting to see these college students who, in the midst of the culture in which they find themselves, they felt drawn to Christ, that Christ offers them something that they can't get anywhere else. And there was so much joy. One young man said afterwards, he's like, Father, this has been five years in the making, and I couldn't be happier. This other girl, was, um, she, became, she received confirmation and she was so overjoyed that she had like gift bags for everybody. So she asked me what my favorite candy was or something and I was like, ah, uh, well, we got a lot. But uh, I like Nutty Bars, so I have a whole bag of Nutty Bars to, uh, <laughs> to feast on today. But there's, there's so much joy. Like, what Christ offers us is a freedom to really live. I, I had this experience in my life of, because we we believe that in baptism we die to sin and we die to this world. And just as Jesus was three days in the tomb, that the, the people have water poured over them three times, it's like you're being drowned three times that I'm joining Jesus in his death so as to live with him. Not just in heaven, but now. Like, I have this invincible armor that when I die, I'm going to go be with God, that death can't hold me. And, and I had this hit home for me a few years ago, and, and it resonated this week because on Tuesday I was in Phoenix and my, some friends and I got together for a 20th anniversary of sorts. Because 20 years ago, actually the exact day was Thursday, 20 years ago, uh, several of us were in a 15-passenger van rollover accident and one girl was completely ejected, three other girls were partially ejected, and, and I was the driver. And there was an incredible sorrow and sadness, and I remember we, we were coming from California to Phoenix, and we were, in, we were just outside of Blythe, and I remember sitting outside the emergency room, I'm sitting on the curb, I just needed some fresh air, I'm sitting on the curb watching the sunset, and I had this thought to myself, like I should have died. Like, how did I how did I live? And and actually it was it was kind of horrific. It was so bad that one of the EMTs who was at the scene of the accident, he later drove from California to Phoenix to see these girls in the hospital because he didn't believe they were still alive. He's like, in 19 years of being an EMT, I've never seen an accident like this where there wasn't a fatality. But there wasn't. And every one of us had this feeling of, I found this out in the reunion, they were talking about it, every one of us felt, I should have died. And, and I remember sitting on the curb, and I'm watching the sun, and I'm like, this is the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, I, I don't know why I'm still alive, like, God, thank you for this sunset, thank you for my life, like, everything I have now is like a bonus, that I want to I live my life for you because you gave me my life and you, you've given me this new life. And, and I just felt this, this freedom. People were like, oh, is that when you became a priest? I was like, well, I had already applied. So <laughs> it wasn't like, well, I guess I'll you know, give God everything, but that was already happening. But, but it just taught me this idea that, that, that time is limited and time is important. And how I live my time matters. That, that following Christ is the most important decision of my life. And, and it matters not just for eternity, but it matters even now. I, sure you know, I've was i been taking some graduate level classes in counseling and the class I'm in now is a research class. And we had different topics, and so I chose the one that I thought was kind of relevant was depression in college students. And, and I don't think I need to tell you about the prevalence of depression. That an enormous number of college students experience it. And, and unfortunately, depression is linked to one of the leading causes of death, sadly. In this culture where we have so many gifts and resources and technologies, that all that technology can't fix what's in here and what's in here. That, that depression is linked to suicide. And yet, uh, one of the studies I, I came across, and uh, it talks about the correlations, if you like research, um, the correlations between depression and these other factors. Like, will I help myself with depression if, if I exercise, will it help me? And it's like, eh, not really. Maybe, um, what if I get a lot of sleep? It's like, eh, not really. The biggest correlation to help myself with depression is God is knowing that the heaviness I feel in life that that is actually not on my shoulders, that Christ is with me. Christ says my yoke is easy, my burden light. And if I feel oppressed, burdened in some way, it means I'm taking responsibility for something that's not mine. That Christ, Christ doesn't desire that for me. Christ wants me to be truly free to live my life. He wants me to have joy. He wants me to have peace. That he he takes the burden on himself on the cross and smashes it. So that and, and knowing that, knowing that I'm gonna die actually liberates me to choose how I want to live. One of the focus missionaries I support uh, graduated from here. Focus missionaries are college graduates who give at least two years to serve on other college campuses to help college students. No God like I mean and they get it they're like we know how hard it is in college and we want to go help other college students encounter the God of life and so I support Jamie Jamie graduated here several years ago and I saw her at the National Conference in January and we it was there was like this um, there's a little restaurant bar in the hotel and I was kind of hanging out talking to somebody she walked by I'm like hey Jamie how you doing gave her a hug and she was kind of rattled. She's like, can, can, you, can you just like pray over me, Father? And, and there's all these you know, people drinking everywhere. I'm like, right here, right now? Okay, like, <laughs> we're doing this. And she told me, she's like, can you pray over me? Because driving to the conference, I was in a car accident. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. So we just prayed right there. And, and, and she's like, that helps. Thank you so much, keep praying for me. And then she, she walked off. Well, I just got her newsletter this week and she mentioned that. She mentioned she had been in an accident. But she also mentioned another story that helped put her accident in perspective. That, that she helps, her job now with focus is she helps run these conferences. And leading up to the conference in 2017, there was a young girl named Courtney, a college student at Coronado State University. And she had not been active in her faith, but some of her friends were going and they invited her, so she decided to go. She's like, sure, I'll go. And at the conference, she made the response, she made the decision to make Jesus the center of her life. I want your love, I want your peace to be the center of my life. And soon after, she went to confession. And so she goes back home, and, and people who knew her, everybody knew that something was different. That she was like radiant with joy. And tragically, two weeks after that, she was killed in a car accident. But praise the Lord that in her short life, that God gave her an opportunity to encounter his eternal love and life. That that's what matters. I don't, I don't know how many more days I have, hopefully a lot of days. Um, but Christ shows us that by making him the center of our life, that you and I can actually be liberated to live this life to the full. That John says that we might have life. Christ came that we might have life and have it to the full. That his joy might be in us and our joy might be complete. And, and it makes sense to me. I'm glad Jamie shared that story because I understand this is why she does what she does. That rather than go get a different job where she can make more money and, and do all this stuff, that she's a missionary. Because she recognizes that this life is short. And the opportunity to make an impact and for people to respond to Christ is so important. And so as I walk around the world, I, I know that I have died to sin. I know that I have died in Christ. And yet I feel a freedom to truly live. I want to I wanna walk on campus and let every student know that, that they don't carry their burdens alone. That Christ embraces their cross with them. And, and he wants to break what binds them so that they can truly live. That he wants us to know his peace today so that I can know his peace eternally.